to Blue Notes On Air. Join us as we chat with experts, analysts and commentators from the Asian region about business, culture and economics. So we're now at a point, 2017, where where there is a lot of case study analysis coming out now that just says, you know what, we've got to get back into investing in the brand um, and we need to get back to doing what we've always known is the right thing to do. Today, ANZ's Leanne Mason chats with ad guru Russell Howcroft about brand value, investment and the seduction of digital. We hope you enjoy the discussion. Um, welcome, Russell. Thank you for joining us today on Blue Notes. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thanks for having me. It's nice to be here. You're very busy. Um, I've done Blue Notes once before, actually. I was just thinking how long ago that would be. Maybe two years or so. It's a great success, then. isn't it? Blue Notes. It is. It is. Great success. So we're here to talk about brand and particularly in the retail space. I've just got a few questions for you. Yeah, great. Um, the first one is, you know, investing in brand. Um, is important for businesses of all sizes. Mm -hmm. You've previously talked about this being on the decline. Yeah. Um, can you talk about or outline what you think about these causes and consequences, and and how retailers can tackle it? Okay. Well, there's there's two. There are two big picture reasons why um, brand has struggled to get the investment that it used to have. Um, and big picture reason one is that we had the Great Recession, or the recession that we didn't really have in Australia. Maybe you know. We certainly had a downturn. Yeah. Anyway, the rest of the world had a recession, rest of the Western world. So the Great Recession is one reason. Uh, and the, let's call it the seduction of digital. Uh, and these two things in effect, um, well, came together at the same time uh, and fueled each other. Uh, and they fueled, I think, a, um, an opportunity in inverted commas to not spend money on the brand. Yeah? So what we all do, of course, in business is we try and find ways to be more efficient. We try and find ways to save money. Um, and in particular, if there's a downturn, you're going to look at the advertising line. Or you're going to look at the marketing line because in the end, it is, a, it is one of the more variable expenses. Yeah. Um, so you will listen to um, advisors, let's say, that say, well, as you know, 50% of your budget's wasted. We just don't know which 50%. Um, I'm gonna tell you which 50%. Um, and the 50%, of course, is the bit which is far more difficult to measure. Yeah, the 50% that's in inverted commas wasted is the bit at the top of the funnel, yeah. that sales funnel up here. Because it is harder to measure. You know, The line of sight from spend on brand to the till ringing is quite a difficult line of sight. So you believe that when people say to you, okay, you can take money away from that top of the funnel, you get seduced by that argument because you're trying to find ways to save money yeah, in, a, in a great recession era. So there's that. Plus there is the seduction of digital because of course digital is all about immediate, measurable, one-to-one -one marketing. So it in theory means that you've got far more efficient use of funds um, and in theory, um, because you're having a one-to-one -one discussion, the so-called brand investment becomes less important. Now, this has been going on since 2007, 2008. So that's a long time, eight, nine, 2010, 2011, 12, 13, 14, right? So we're now at a point, 2017, where, where there is a lot of case study analysis coming out now that just says, you know what, we've got to get back into investing in the brand um, and we need to get back 
to doing what we've always known is the right thing to do, recognize that there's a sales funnel, and reinvest, understand that there's a certain immeasurability to this top of the funnel. Recognize that digital is awesome at the bottom of the funnel, brilliant at the bottom of the funnel, not so brilliant at the top. I'm glad that you've touched on um, digital and technology Mm because we've all heard about how technology is going to disrupt and destroy the traditional brand game. Mm -hmm. So what's your take on this? Okay, so there's, I I think one of the things that happens is we get confused around what we mean by digital in the business world. And I think sometimes I am confusing and um, in that I might come out and um, suggest that digital, be careful around digital spend. What I'm talking about or all I'm talking about is ad spend, marketing spend. I'm not talking about the need for businesses to digitize. Okay. Yeah, and they are two separate things. All businesses absolutely should digitize in every single possible way. Every business needs to use the opportunity to get all the incredible efficiencies and capabilities of the digital world in how they function as a business. So that has to happen. That doesn't mean that all marketing spend needs to be digital. Hmm. And this, I think, is the confusion. What we need to do is we need to have another look at our marketing spend and go back to some really basic stuff, like really basic reach analysis, audience analysis, spend mix, how much money is too much money in any given medium. I think that all that really basic stuff has been lost in this sort of you know post-Great Recession world. Yes where this confusion around what's digital versus what what isn't. And also the digital businesses, media businesses, have done a brilliant job. They've done a brilliant job at selling their medium, you know, and saying, look, all that, say, let's say, for example, all that TV money, you don't need to be spe- you don't need to be spending all that money on TV. Let's just take some of that and we'll put it into our into our platform. Because our platform's one-to-one and measurable, and that platform isn't one-to-one and not measurable. So it's an easy argument to win. Yeah. But we just have to just, as I say, stop, um, stop, and rethink and reanalyze. Zero-based budgeting, we all need to get right back to zero-based budgeting. We need to get right back to analyzing consumer behavior. Uh, We need to analyze how consumers consume media. So we know that the average Australian watches three hours of television every day. In 1987, it was three hours and 10 minutes, right? So there's not a huge decline there. So yes, they consume all sorts of screens, it's not just TV, but they also do consume a lot of TV. Outdoor, of course, is a brilliant medium. It's a traditional medium that's been digitized, gives advertisers more opportunities. Uh, And then, of course, use the digital world for what it's brilliant at. It's brilliant at the bottom of the funnel, absolutely sensational at it. I agree. I mean, there's so many different ways that people can advertise now. Social media, I've got LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, so definitely have to get on board with that. Yeah, you do. You do have to do that. Um, And I think that increasingly there is um, analysis that's required around the weight of resource and weight of effort around, say, social media Mm. for the returns. I think there's really interesting analysis that all advertisers need to undertake um, because, you know, we have piled in you know, the marketing world is piled into social media yeah. um, as, you know, this sort of cure-all. It's going to build my brand. I can have conversations with my fan base. I can secure a, a sale. 
let's just stop and have a really good analysis of all these things. Right. So what's your simple advice for businesses that are wanting to build brand, and particularly yeah. um, for businesses that are smaller or yeah. medium-sized that don't necessarily have kind of that reach and the resources yeah. that some of the bigger competitors do? No, absolutely. So let's say you're a, let's say you're a smaller retailer. Yeah. So again, I'd be getting back to the basics. Um, uh, I, I'd be making sure that my packaging was great. Yeah. So what do I mean by that? That's, that's just design. Yeah. So design plays a huge role in how we feel about brands. Yeah. So a great a store design or you know what the logo looks like, just some simple stuff. I think local area marketing is absolutely underutilized and underinvested in because of course most of your shoppers are gonna come from a particular you know, region. Um, and that, that region that you're gonna know, it's let's say a 5K region or a 10 or a 15K. So there's an immediate opportunity just within local area marketing. Yeah, because you can buy mm. Um, advertising in a very localized fashion. And then of course, utilize the digital world. The digital world is brilliant at that local at that local level as much as it is brilliant at the national or international level. So again, it's about just getting your mix right, but um, recognizing that what we see on the streets, you know, what, what we consume, what we physically can see, does have a profound impact on how we view brands and view businesses. Um, so even if I was a one-shop retailer, I wouldn't just be looking at my social media feed. Yeah. I'd be looking at what I can do on the streets. You never know, I might bring back the catalogue as well. I know um, that you're big on catalogue. No, no, no. <laughs> well, I mean, I think one of the great tensions for retailers is whether to do catalogues or not. And the yeah. reason why it's a tension is because the digital world sort of informs you that maybe you don't need to do the catalogue. Yeah, and so yeah. I've seen research after research after research where retailers, they, they embark on this you know, um, research to determine, do I need to do this catalog or do I not need to do it? And I don't think I've ever seen research that says don't do it. Yeah. Mo mo all the research says, you know what, this catalog plays a major role um, in us getting a sale. It plays a major role. Yes, it's, it's stuffed in the letterbox or it's under the door. Um, it, it is interesting, I think, to to just reflect on last year's census, you know, the Australian government. Mm. Of course, the Australian government chose not to have a brochure or a catalogue, which is what they always used to do. So the, the catalogue that was under the door or in the letterbox, and then it sat on the kitchen table, and then it was census day and you filled it in, and then they collected the data, and then they, of course, then informed us around um, what the data told them. But no, um, in 2016, everyone had to go online because apparently the whole world wants to be online yeah. and we all know what happened as a result. So I see that as a really high level um, and high profile example of, you know what, there is still a requirement, a need, a consumer need to see, to physically see it. And, and we do know in, in, in a catalogue, people do shop off the catalogue, they absolutely do, they do flick through. They make their choices off the back of these things. So, you know, let's not discount how important they are. Agreed. Agreed. Russell, thanks for your time today. Okay, it's thank you. It's been a pleasure um, having you on Blue Notes and, you know, sharing your thoughts and views um, on how to build brands. Fantastic. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Good on you. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Blue Notes On Air. Blue Notes On Air was produced by the Blue Notes editorial team, Blue Notes.